Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast, it's Sloan Rhodes here. Today I was thinking, well I've been tossing ideas back and forth on what to talk about today and I kind of have settled on this idea of sexual intimacy with your partner because it's, you know, I do a lot of tarot card readings um, as part of my work and one of the more popular topics of course is love and, and romantic love specifically. So I thought it would be fun to talk about it today. So, you know, it often occurs in any kind of long-term relationship where we're going along with our partner, we're feeling, you know, we fall in love, we're feeling, you know, everything's great, and then time goes by, and there are moments that are created over time where we begin to feel more and more of a sense of distance from our partner, or it may just be a period of time. Either way, it's really not your preference, usually, to feel distant from your partner in any way. And one of the ways it may show up, and often a, an indicator of a healthy relationship, is in terms of the bedroom, <laughs> the sexual connection, the sexual intimacy. And, you know, I often hear, oh, he or she doesn't do this, or he or she doesn't do that. And what begins to happen, and I don't know if it's just this idea of familiarity breeds contempt, but a lot of times what happens is we start to discount what our partner is saying, whether it be around the idea of sex, or whether it just be in terms of uh your connection in the home. You know, one partner will say something and the other partner will uh, not listen or not respect it. It can show up in a multitude of ways. One way it may be, and I'm turning, I'm talking more specifically about physical intimacy in this podcast, so let's kind of take it there. So, you know, your partner wants you to do a certain thing. Say your partner says, you know, I really want you to kiss me first for five minutes before we engage in any other uh, sexual activity. Or your partner says, I really like it when, you know, you uh, do this one thing to me and you never do it, you know, this kind of thing. And what begins to happen is one of, one of the partners will, might say, well, you know, that's gross, I don't want to do it, or um, that's boring, I don't want to kiss you for five minutes, you know, whatever, however it plays out. It's, you know, we all have had, you know, we've either heard of these scenarios or seen them depicted in shows, on in movies, or we've experienced them ourselves. But what really is underlying this isn't so much that what your partner wants you to do necessarily is not what you want to do, because really when you are super engaged with your partner, you, you want to engage with your partner. You want to play in the ways that your partner wants to play usually. Of course, there, there are you know limitations to this. There are, there are some boundaries, of course. But you know it's important to take into consideration whether it's a boundary of yours or whether it's that you are disrespecting or discounting the needs of your partner. Because it may be not so much that they need you to be in a certain position or need you to do a certain thing, but what they really want is to be heard. They really want to have you respect that that is actually what they want. Because normally when people ask for things, there's a reason for it, including when you're in the bedroom. And so even if you're uncomfortable with it, if you can take it back away from your knee-jerk reaction of, oh, that's so boring, or oh, that's gross, or oh, again, <laughs> or, or even feelings of like, I don't know if I can do that, um, I'm not comfortable with that, you know, what, however it kind of comes in. Again, we're talking about you know, so many different ways this can come in. But really, the underlying message for me to you here is to listen to your partner rather than discounting what they're saying. Again, I cannot stress it enough. There's a reason your partner asks for the things your partner asks for, whether it be in the bedroom or elsewhere. And that's what you're being asked to listen for, to help strengthen your bond to your partner. Because the sexual intimacy is a sort of microcosm of the 
the more uh, the, the larger connection between the two of you. And if you're not listening to your partner in other ways, then you're definitely not going to listen to your partner in the bedroom. It's going to be different. Again, there's gender issues involved. There's communication styles, a lot of different things. But the bottom line is to think to yourself, okay, what is my partner really wanting? So they're saying that they want me to engage in this type of behavior or in something that I'm not comfortable with in the bedroom. So first of all, you know, are you throwing it in their face and going, oh, gross. No, you, you're just a, you know, you're just so horny all the time or, you know, you want to have sex every night. I don't want to. But really what your partner is wanting to do, if say you're, you know, if your partner is wanting to engage in sexual intercourse every night and you guys are just on different levels of um, energy in that way, talk about it. Say, gosh, you know, I really want to have sex with you every day. But, you know, right now in this period of my life, I'm feeling a level of exhaustion in other areas. How might we come to a compromise here? How might I um, understand that it's actually very important to you? Because when you are rejecting what your partner is saying, not the act itself, but a rejection of the energy behind it, which is they want a sense of closeness with you, usually. That's often why people want to engage in sexual intercourse. It's not just for a release, although that's part of it, but it's also for the connection, especially if you are in love with one another and you're in a romantic partnership. So rather than sort of off the top of your head being like, oh, you're just horny or, ooh, you know, you're so boring. I don't want to spend five minutes kissing you. I just want to get right to it because I'm really tired. <laughs> and, um, you know, there's, there's different ways to play with it. And if your partner is saying, I'm very, very tired, it's also an opportunity to say, okay, what are they really saying? What they're really saying possibly is, um, in the larger scheme of this relationship, I could use some support. I could use some recognition and acknowledgement of the work that I'm doing outside of the bedroom, that all the different ways in which I'm supporting our connection in terms of family, in terms of, you know, work, you know, however it plays out. Because there's always another meaning between what people say. Not everyone has the words and the um, consciousness around what they're saying um, when they say it, <laughs> you know, so allow, allow for people to kind of figure it out. A lot of times people don't know what they think or say until they say it. Um, and then they're like, wow, I didn't even realize I was thinking that, <laughs> you know, we've all had those experiences as well. So what, you know, it's just something to think about because I, it's so sad to me um, in so many ways when I see people who are deeply in love, but who are just missing, missing the mark when it comes to their physical intimacy, because it's such a joy, joyous expression of, um, oneness, you know, and, and connection to the divine through that union. And uh, not that every single time has to be like that. Of course, um, we're not always going to feel so connected. But when we're feeling deeply connected to our partner in the physical act, it does um, deepen our connection to the divine or has the ability because of the openness between one another. And in order to be open to that type of connection, you have to honor and respect the other person, including the things that they are wanting. So they, even though your partner says one thing, if you can back it into the energy behind that, what are they really sort of asking for? Maybe not even consciously themselves. You know, I'm so tired, again, could equate to I'm overwhelmed with my responsibilities at the moment, or um, I, I need to have sex every night, right? Well, um, maybe they're saying I'm feeling overwhelmed as well, and I need a release from the stress that I'm under. And then you can have that discussion. It's, it's so... Um, personal and so specific in the moment but you're really being asked to, to listen with a uh, a greater ear when you can of course you know these things are very fluid 
sometimes you won't want to, sometimes you will, but it is kind of a, a barometer, the sexual uh, intimacy between the two of you really is a barometer of kind of the general health of the relationship. And sometimes, you know, uh, you have to work on some other things outside of the bedroom first to um, begin to get on the same page in the bedroom. But it's, you know, if you are in love with someone and you're wanting, you know, you're married or you're in a committed partnership, uh, this really sh- um, is meant to be not only a priority, but also something fun to figure out. Because, <laughs> you know, when you are giving pleasure or receiving pleasure in that way, it's super fun. <laughs> Uh, and you can feel really, really connected and um, excited. Again, you can you can reignite the excitement, not just in terms of your physical attraction to one another, but in terms of the entire health of the relationship and the longevity of it. So many layers. But again, really the underlying message, you know, the overriding message, I guess, what I've been wanting to kind of talk about today and trying to um, begin to um, open the door on and shed some consciousness around is what is the person really asking for? Because often it's not what they are actually saying. And there's so many different ways to approach this. And this is really just kind of an introduction to this topic. Um, and obviously, uh, you know, it's something to think about anyway. Uh, you know, I'm not suggesting, of course, that anyone do anything that they're not comfortable with. It's always about communication with one another. I'm comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable with that. Okay, why am I not comfortable with that? Why aren't you comfortable with that? Why do you want that? Why do you want that? Not that I'm saying that you have to engage in these really long, drawn-out conversations. It's not, not, it's not necessary. Um, it may be necessary sometimes, but really in the moment, you know, you can, if you can sort of intuit and ask your part and intuit what your partner's really wanting, then you can even ask the question, wow, you know, you say you're, you're too tired to have sex with me. Is it because you are feeling overwhelmed? Is it, you know, is there a way that in which I could provide more support for you? Or, you know, and if your, your partner's saying, I want you to you know, get your freak on more in the bedroom, you can say, okay, so what is it? Is it, are you bored with the connection? Because I'm not comfortable doing that particular thing, but um, I want to, uh, you know, provide the pleasure that you're looking for. Um, Is there, you know, are you bored? Are you um, trying to live out some sort of fantasy? Can I fulfill that fantasy in some other way? Just different ways to play with the energy and and break it open more so that you don't get this knee-jerk reaction of, oh, you're just always this or you're always that because, as soon as you start sort of discounting what someone says, again, whether it be in the bedroom or somewhere else, uh, it's the slippery slope down to contempt. And once you lose respect and contempt sets in, very, very difficult to recover from in a, in a, um, in a relationship. So anyway, I hope you find that helpful and at least, um, you know, are intrigued by, the, by this concept. I know many of you operate in this way already and have already considered, you know, this. But um, for many of you, it may be something new or something just you've forgotten about and it's maybe something you want to address again. Um, as you move forward. So I wish you much love as always, and I will see you um, on the next podcast or maybe over on um, on the YouTube channel or possibly you'll book an appointment as well. So of course, I love, uh, I love meeting with um, all my clients. Okay, bye-bye.